Hey, greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Stare Down. It's our weekly sports talk and real estate show where we talk a lot about sports, a little bit about real estate. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by my two regular co-hosts, Bill Risser down in St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. What's up, boys? We just got done watching the PGA Championship. We got a dragon show coming up at the top of the hour, so let's get to it. Bill, how are you, buddy? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was great. And I said weekend, just, just stick to the weekend. We'll come back to your week. You got okay. it. No, weekend was great. I uh, played golf this morning in a, a beautiful weather and <clears throat> shot a uh, smooth little 82, Sean, which is my mm-hmm. number, right? I'm a 10 in this game. I, I should say a 26, but my, my, my number, my quota went to 27, Sean, which means yeah. my index is now single digits. And, uh, I thought, <laughs> I thought that was long gone, and it, felt, it feels really good to be back as a, a bike. I think it's a 9-1, trending to a 9-1. And Fantastic. it just feels great. Now, I, I, it, I, it can go up from here. I don't care. But to, to the, make, the comeback I did, right, I was about a 13 mm. uh, when I started playing regularly again in Florida. And to, yeah. to, to work it down. And I just want to give a shout out to TaylorMade for their uh, great uh, woods and irons that, that helped me get here. And it takes my, a village to. And my, my trusty, uh, my trusty uh, Series 62 Scotty Cameron putter that's about pushing, I don't know, 15 years old, uh, which has carried me along. So, yeah, I had a great weekend. How about you, Todd? I as well, Bill, had a great weekend. Uh, I was super looking forward to your, your adventures this past week. Um, and uh, so Sean, um, I'll, I'll stick with family. Uh, Kate had her eighth grade dance. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, good family moment. And then Scott tomorrow night has his end of the year lacrosse banquet. So, oh, cool. um, nice. fun, fun little kid groove here. Um, and then in between all that was some amazing sporting events. Um, so it was, it was, it was fun. It was a good weekend. Awesome. Uh, guys for me coming off, uh, my round of golf today, Bill, four rounds in the last five days. One of those, wow. uh, Played Wednesday and a member guest. At, Got an 80 yesterday, right? At, yeah, at a nice nice course called Brookside Country Club. Uh, greens were like 13, Bill. It was Ooh. fun to put on them, but boy, were they tough. Yeah. Um, and it was just a struggle of a round. Uh, then I played Thursday in a, in a, the first round of our club match play season-long tournament. Had to get the guy 10 strokes, uh, oh. five aside, and ended up winning three, to t- three and two. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I uh, started out winning the first two holes, so kind of maintained that lead throughout the, the whole front nine uh made the turn one up after missing a short putt on nine and then had to give the guy f- pops on the on four of the next five holes um, <laughs> so it's really just uh you know just just maintain just maintain Hang on yeah and i, and I uh I'm like brooks kepka today yeah i was able to <laughs> was able to close him out and then my had a great round of golf on saturday uh, as todd said at 80 uh finishing par 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 where i just missed chipping in on 17 and and left my birdie putt on 18 uh mm. about three inches short and yeah. um but you know when I, Todd says you know, I asked. Like, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't really know my score until Kevin. Kevin was keeping score, and I, I really never even paid attention to my score. So uh, it's one of those rounds where you're just grinding it out, and making some making some good putts. Yeah. So I asked Bill. I asked uh, Sean. We were chatting. He goes shot an eighty thing, and I said, "Is that good?" And he's like, "Of course, shot an eighty. And the reason I ask is, I was with a buddy who shot an eighty, but he bogey double bogeyed seventeen and eighteen. So he was <laughs> eighty was not." You know, he wasn't happy. I saw him like, I'm counting up going, 80, great. He's like, no, I bogeyed them. So Sean goes, no, par, 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 finish. So that's, you know, no, no lip outs or any dramatic uh, things. Last week I shot a 78 with a double on my last hole. So it could have been, it's, could've been it, better, right? you always kind of go, it could have been. But then, you know, I think a true golfer, if you really will be honest with yourself, there were three or four or five shots 
that should on never the front happen. nine. Yeah. Yeah. They had a good yeah, yeah. bounce. And of course. It of course. always, it always tends and, to level out. Bill, we're, uh, you know, the, the, the the, the Poana settled in on the greens now. The, the, the winds were high today, and it was yeah. just uh, the greens are starting to really slick up. And I had, I think, four or five free putts today where I just mm. couldn't find the pace. You yeah. know how some days you That's just – frustrating, yeah. You know, it feels, like you, it feels like you're hitting the putt right, and then it just rolls eight or nine feet past the hole. Mm-hmm. And we saw that at the U.S. Open quite a bit this week. You saw it in person, which we'll get to. Let's, let's actually start there, boys. Okay. Uh, we just saw the 101st PGA Championship conclude at Beth Page Black at Beth mm. Page State Park. Um, a, a long course, a challenging course, a course that's hosted two U.S. Opens and, and will, will in 2024 host the Ryder Cup. Um, Brooks Kepka wins his fourth major. He, he wins back-to-back PGA Championships to go along with his back-to-back U.S. Open trophies. Um, pretty impressive win, although it, it was really a boring tournament until the back nine today uh-huh. uh, when it became very, very, very interesting in the wins uh, on Long Island. So, Bill, I want to start with you because you and your son, Kevin, had a chance to go to the course. Why don't you just share with, with the listeners your thoughts on the course itself, the setup, the condition, um, and, and then we'll, we'll talk about what we saw this week with, with Kepka winning his fourth major. Yeah, so it's a course that Kevin and I actually played, you know, as well, a couple of years ago. Uh, we had a chance to do a father-son trip and play the red and the black. Um, so it was really fun to go back and see because I've, I've seen it at Torrey Pines, but to see just the physical logistics and the setup of the place, right? Because when I was there, it was just this cool little clubhouse at the top with this really old school kind of starting area where you got your tea times. And, and holes and, everywhere you can look. You can and see holes. holes everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're little shacks for the starter shack for each course with a little ball on top. It's about the size of a softball. And it could be red or it could be green or yellow or blue or black, the five courses. Mm. So you'd go to the right starting uh, shack to, to head out on your course. But the setup was amazing. Um, it had and really quick, really quick, Bill, yeah, for the people that have never been there. Uh, what's the sign that sits by the first tee <laughs> at the uh, Beth Page Black Course? Yeah, I don't have it memorized, but it, it says warning. Um, the, the, mm-hmm. the Black Course is a is a course for highly skilled golfers, <laughs> and so right. basically yeah. beware. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it, it, it's absolutely true. First of all, no carts are allowed on the Black Course. You cannot take a, a riding cart. All the other four courses you can ride. You must walk if you play the Black. Uh, wow. So that's very cool. And we took a caddy. Um, actually, the caddy master was our, our guy. So it's the best way to play around a golf, right, is to have someone sure. carry your bag. And so, so for me, you know, the things I noticed right away, they got a ton of rain over the weekend. So mm. the course was wet. I mean, really wet. And you know, Sean, mm. Todd, you've been at tournaments where when you're walking and you're just slogging through virtually mud, you know, uh, mm. on Wednesday, the practice round because uh, it had rained heavy on Tuesday and uh, I guess Monday. Which, which always makes me laugh with the girls trying to look pretty with their, with their, uh, oh, with their, gosh. with their high heels on or their wedges yeah. and just looking like fools as they're trying to go up a hill. Absolutely. And, and once again, we'll, we'll, I'll give you this thing. I've said it about the, I said it about Augusta, uh, whatever you saw today for slope, triple it. It was steep. Uh, my, my steps for each day were in the 20,000 range, pushing wow. 12 miles, wow. 39 steps flights of stairs climbed the 39. So I went up a 40 story building, right? <laughs> walking, walking up and down those hills out there. So it's uh, it, it was, it was great. I mean, the practice rounds are, are a lot of fun. Sean, you've been to them where, where the players are, are hitting lots of pots and they're joking with people and they're trying different shots from around the green. In fact, I saw many people go to 14 and hit, hit that little run up, up that little slope, right. When we were kind of walking up through there, uh, just, just, I mean, just a fantastic, uh, experience well talk really quick bill about that because you saw them in person you've seen augusta in person you've seen 
uh, from the from the behind the ropes, not on the course. But right. uh, although Bethpage, you have played, um, doesn't look like there's a lot of major breaks on that on those greens. There's some uphills and downhills, but for the most part, it looked, you know, there's no elephants buried under the greens like at some courses. And no. in fact, many of the lines that the CBS uh, tracker was showing, mm-hmm. there wasn't a whole lot of break. No, there's there's a couple of you know, 17's got that little bowl in the front. There's little things that certain 14 has that downhill it. slope where. Yeah. There's was. a couple of them. Eight, eight. It's hard to tell on eight that little par three, but it's severely sloped from from back to front. So, but it's it's consistent. It's not like there's a big hump you're going over. So you didn't see those radical putts where guys were aiming 90 degrees left, right, and swinging it around some big swale. That's just not how right. it's built out there. Um, I think the defense of that course is the length. I mean, you know, 7,400 yards for those guys. Uh, the rough was, you know, just shy of U.S. Open rough, but it was it. it they didn't have, really have a chance probably to get in there and, and work on it because of the rain. So I think that there was some, it was probably maybe a little bit longer even than they wanted it to, um, to be, but, I, but it was weird. I mean, you'd see certain players like Tiger on 10, his very first hole have to punch out, but then you see a guy like Kepka have maybe the same shot and just blast it on the green. So it just depended on who, um, how the lie was, how you got tangled up, uh, that sort of thing. I think the high wispy stuff um, was a better place to be sometimes than that stuff right off the fairway. Right. Uh, so there were, I think better lies to be had when guys got a little crazy, um, got mm-hmm. too far off course. Uh, but yeah. So let's talk about the tournament. Kepka Kepka jumps out uh, on day one and really uh, kind of looking back, you can maybe say won it on day one, but with his seven under just an, an assault of the course, a um, mm-hmm. couple other low rounds, Dan, you know, Danny, uh, Danny Lee comes in with a six under um, or five under, I think, I'm not, I think he was six under. He was six under. Yeah. He six under. Uh, I saw him uh, bogey. I saw him actually bogey six, uh, 15 actually, but he had to, he put two birdies up after that. Yeah, but then you just saw, you, you know, you saw then a 65 that Brooks backed it up with when a lot of other people moved the other direction on, on, yeah. on Friday. Um, I think was, that second round was bigger than the first round, Sean. I think you're right. I, yeah. Many guys have had a big, uh, you know, just a monster round, but following it up yeah. with a, another, you know, that was the round of the day is really well, tough. And I, I think, would you, would you guys say that, you know, on Saturday when people, you know, quote unquote moving day, mm. when people say, I got to make up a lot of ground. They just had to go for birdies early. And then <laughs> that course, as you, as you saw in person, Bill, and as we saw on TV, Todd, uh, a birdie can quickly become a bogey or double bogey uh, yeah. if you're in the wrong spot. Right. Yeah. 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 A couple things um, as the, Definitely the most immature of us three. We're all immature as well. Sean was a pro. Yeah, uh, Sean, Sean. Sean's a pro. That's right. So um, first of By all, Bill, way, thank I, I'm gonna, I'm, I've declared myself a pro. Okay, so good. I can't, I can't win any amateur events anymore. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm <laughs> announcing it right now on the show. I'm declaring myself. All right, I'm the only freaking amateur. <laughs> I'll say it. Right. So first of all, Bill, I love the random thoughts on a walk. Uh, appreciate that. I asked for it. You gave it. Did you post that line, or is that just? I haven't yet. Us? I just did that for okay. you. But I'll put it out there. So the two things. Um, the one thing general overall about the course, is it me or was it very narrow? There was a lot of good drives in my mind that would bounce in the center of fairway and then run through. Um, and was that club selection? Maybe they were hitting a driver instead of three wood or was that, it was just kind of a tight course. That's my first question. And my second question, if you want to come back has to do with where the 10th tee was located. And if you were going off on Thursday or Friday in the 10th tee, sure. um, it was a 20 minute shuttle ride yeah, to the yeah. tee. So you're warming up and then you got to sit on the shuttle for 20 minutes. Um, yeah, 20 minutes. wonder how that affected stretch. things. Yeah, they, so. they go up 20 might be a stretch a little bit, but um, yeah. That's so what they're reporting the on TV. Question. So, yeah. Okay. So the first question, you know, when you play where we play, where mm-hmm. the amateurs play, 
Um, you don't have, you have a lots of drives that are, you know, fairly routine that are down the fairway, but where they put those tee boxes for the pros, everything's got an angle to it. And when you're hitting at an angle, if you're not shaping the ball the right way, you run through the other side, right? Like Kepka today on seven, and he did it yesterday too, where he, he blew it so far right. He just got lucky and bounced through the trees in the rough and ended up in the fairway both days, right? right. He, just, he just, he played it way too far right. But and if the wind played, was huge today, right? right. And wind, if he played it a little yeah. farther left, though, he might have run through with that same club unless you were really shaping it exactly right. So I think, yeah, th- those are narrow fairways. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Even, even for the, the amateurs that will play there next week, <laughs> you know, when the course opens back up to the public, they're narrow. And, and you, you, you pay dearly if, you're, if you don't hit a fairway. So it's, it's, a, it's every bit as difficult as they say it is. Um, and then that 10th tee. So I, I, I guess if you, you know where um, – the, you've, you kind of understand the 14th green, um, that's that par three. And then they went down a hill and they crossed the road and they have 15, 16, 17, 18 on the other side of old uh, round swamp road. Right. Well, for us to get for Kevin and I just to walk from the 14th to the 10th was probably a 25 minute walk. Mm. Right. And that's where, you know, Tiger teed off Thursday. So we, we found a spot that was directly between both right directly between both fairways and we could watch, tee shots and putting on 10 and tee shots and approach shots into 11 green. And when and we got out there, yeah. doubled 10, yeah, he right? doubled. Yeah. yeah it's, just, it's one of those rare courses that where nine does not come back to the clubhouse. No. We're so yeah. used to seeing that in, in American yeah. golf from a, and the reason they call it in and out is you go out and, and the first nine and back in on the, on the back. Well, nine. St. Andrews, right? St. Andrews, Andrews, the birthplace yeah. of golf. That is, you go straight out so for nine holes and you come straight back. <laughs> and when you see uh, out in nine and in, um, it's tradition, right? That's, that's Correct. why. They, yep. 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 So guys, uh, you know, we talked about earlier in the week, uh, let's quickly hit on tiger. Tiger misses the cut after coming off his, his, uh, major, uh, win earlier in April at Augusta. Um, Todd, he makes the decision to not play between the masters and, and hindsight's 2020 now, um, whether he was injured, whether he was tweaked, you know, there were some rumors that he was limping a little bit, um, Easy to say now, but you know he, he certainly wasn't the only good player to not make the weekend, right? A lot of good players were home on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Forget about Brooks, who wire to wire. I mean, he dominated this tournament even in the back nine today. But if you just wiped Brooks, kept got off the leaderboard was pretty stout. Um, just yeah. a lot of great names. So yeah, um, Tiger didn't win it, um, but guess what? He won the Tour Championship and then didn't play a lot and won the Masters. So who knows? He sure. knows his body. He's won a million uh, events and, and what, uh, 15 majors. So yeah. it was disappointing that he didn't make the, make, make the cut. Um, I wonder if uh, the, the drama with his restaurant in, in Jupiter, Florida, had anything to do with weighing heavily on his mind, uh, being yeah. sued. Um, but who knows? It was disappointing not to have him there. But Let's talk about today, though. Um, only six players finished under par. Uh, Kepka mm-hmm. at minus eight, DJ at minus six. Uh, yep. Three players, Spieth, Cantlay, and Mike and, – uh, and Matt Wallace at minus two, and then Luke List at minus one. So only six players under par. Jazz didn't finish under par? Gary Woodland Gary Woodland had the round of the day at 68. Yep. Uh, a few 69s, including DJ. Uh, but let's talk about the back nine, Bill. Uh, the wind obviously was a, was a, a factor all day. You take a 7,400-yard par 70 course. You add in 20 to 30-mile-an-hour gusts uh, blowing across a very there – was, there was a – you know, even the downwind holes were playing dangerous because you yeah. just could not gauge. You know, you saw on that one where uh, Kepka hit a 160-yard gap wedge, um, you know, and, and, and on 10 got it to stop. Um, yeah. A couple other holes that just jumped on him. Um, DJ makes a couple putts. There was a couple just 
you know, they weren't playing together. They were three groups difference and, and two holes as the course laid out. Um, but D, you heard Kepka at the end of the round. You could hear the chants. And, and Bill, I mean, unlike Augusta with the valleys and the swales, based on the layout, if you're on, like, let's say 13, the par five, how far away are you li- as the crow flies from, like, 15 green or 16? Are oh, you no, just so on the other side of the street? 12, 13, 14, they run down Old Swamp Road on the okay. ridge above it. So you could definitely hear what was happening over on, say, 15, 16, 17. Because we, we yeah. heard a little bit of that on Thursday. Now, with the wind blowing so hard in that direction, that's going to negate some of that because the wind would be blowing away from, you know, it wouldn't have the sound carrying back over to 12 and 13 and 14. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I look, the, 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 the thing that, um, that hampers professional golfers the best in the world more than anything else is wind. It's not rain, right? If it's raining without wind, they get through that. They're okay. But wind messes with those guys, especially how high they hit it, how, how precise they are with yardages and having to make those adjustments. And then having a gust, you know, um, um, just come up out of nowhere when they're not anticipating it. It's huge. So, yeah. So do you think that, you know, the, the run there where Kepka gets on the bogey train, four holes in a row, he birdies 10, he bogeys 11, 12, 13, 14, including the par five 13th, where he, you know, he just missed the fairway and it was just critical. Cause he, you know, that's the, when all the people wouldn't get out of his way where he, was, he had to punch out and then he hits it on that hill, both him and DJ hit it into that wall of wind as Faldo kept talking about and it drops down short of the green and he just could not get up and down. Um, and then I think every single putt that, that wasn't a tap in became even longer in his mind because mm-hmm. you know, when you're Bill, you've been on that bogey train before where <laughs> You just are trying. I've been on that train before, <laughs> right? You're, you're trying everything, and um, let, let me ask you this, Bill. Just from a, uh, and this is nothing against Harold Varner the third. I think anyone betting money would have bet that the guy was going to go uh, above over par. Right. Do you think playing with someone who's shooting 81 uh, does, that clearly doesn't help? Um, and I don't think Harold. You know, Harold was tr- in any way trying to get in Brooks's head, but it just it gets in his head, right? I mean, it's just yeah. You know, it was interesting. They talked about at the beginning that Harold loves to talk. Like he's nonstop talking when he plays. He loves to talk. And that's exactly the opposite of Kepka. Mm-hmm. And so I know, you know, Varner knows that in advance. And he's going to do everything he can to stay out of, to not try to get a conversation go with Kepka. He'll talk to, as they showed on the telecast, which was awesome. He's just rapping with the cop that's walking with him. He's having okay. a great time. He found out, he goes, yeah, you, found, you like Drake? What's your favorite song? I mean, they actually picked that up on the mic they were talking about. <laughs> he loves to talk. So I, but, but I think, um, my guess is that Varner understood the gravity of the moment. You know, he's, he's a younger guy, but understood that he had to do everything within his power to not be that, uh, to not affect Kepka's game. Yeah. And, and sometimes you saw that you saw him playing kind of quick towards the end. And I think that was, uh, the right thing to do, you know, especially when he was kind of out of it, especially when he was out of it. DJ, DJ walks to the 16th green after birdieing 15, for the fourth day in a row, Bill, just talk to that just for, oh. just for one little second. Because 15, they say, is, is arguably between 15 and 10, two of the hardest holes on the course. I sat on 15 for 10 groups, saw one birdie. 10 groups, 30 guys came through, one birdie on Thursday. It, 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 DJ it, birdies it all four days. It, 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 and that's the guy we saw birdie it. Because <laughs> that that's who we were watching come through. Uh, it is by far um, the most difficult, one of the most difficult holes I've ever played. Because even from the up tees, if you didn't get a good drive, you're looking at 180, 190 up that hill and those traps staring at you and all the rough and everything. And I, I know my shot didn't make it to the green and I was chipping, you know, to try and get it. I think I bogeyed that hole, um, which I was ecstatic about. 
but it is incredibly difficult. And that's that grandstand behind it was awesome because we sat up there, like I said, for maybe two hours just watching groups come through and it was, it was a lot of fun. So, but, and then, and then DJ makes the turn obviously and, and, and then goes bogey bogey on 16, 17, 17. He just completely blocked that shot. But 16 uh, airmailing 16 was just crazy. How does he do that? Right. You just put it on the green, just get your par. You can't bogey. Um, yeah, but that's golf. Yep. And then Kepka, you know, has two to play with on, on 18, much like in the first major mm-hmm. uh, tiger tiger comes in with a two stroke lead is able to, to, you know, play with a fanned uh, second shot short of the green gets up and, and makes his, his bogey. Kepka doesn't need to make a bogey. He, he actually chips it close and, and, and makes the par makes the putt for par and uh, walks away with his fourth major. Yeah. So, Congratulations. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, wait, wait, what are you snickering about? So Kepka uh, moves up to number one in the world. Uh, his the official world golf golf rankings. Uh, how many weeks? How now. many weeks has he been there? Uh, I believe this is his ninth or he'll, this, he's been first? there now. Now first, no first uh, he's been there nine times. He's, he's okay. been there, I think nine times. Tiger uh, still leads with 683 weeks. weeks. Okay. Uh, Just that's, that's all that's 683 all. weeks. Um, so <laughs> more, right, we'll, we'll talk more in a, in a little bit guys. We had to, the, the tour has the Dallas and then they come to my backyard here in Columbus. Um, but the next major is the U S open Phil looking for his, uh, the, the elusive career major. Uh, Jordan still Jordan and, and uh, Rory still one short. Uh, DJ picks up the career runner-up uh, Grand Slam. Yeah, uh, finished More second. Phil, huh? Well, Jack's oh, they, not as many. Just they've done it. Gotcha. Jack's done it. Phil's yeah. done it. Tiger's probably got it. Hey. You know, but you know. yeah. As much some room for Phil in the U.S. Open. Did you see his little um, before Saturday's round? His little tweet that he sent out. No. About doing the so. <laughs> Yeah, and he put his hands in exercises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, I got to go low. I got to go seven under. I'm thumb at. He went 76, 76. <laughs> I got to give you uh, my Phil story. For, so I, there were a lot of Sun Devil players, right? Paul Casey, John Rahm, Ches Revy, yep. uh, Phil. And so yeah. I wanted to make a – because he had a lot of people yelling stuff. It's, you know, I'm getting the New York attitude, right? And Kev's freaking out. Dad, don't do something <laughs> stupid. You know, Of course I'm going to do something <laughs> stupid, right? So we're, we're, uh, we're standing on 16 on Thursday. And Phil and Tim are coming by. Tim, his brother, his caddy. Mm-hmm. I, I've met both of them in person on the field at a Charger game. I play golf with Tim. Yeah, and I took care of them for Padre tickets, a bunch of other things. So I, they don't know me if they saw me, but it's just years ago. Um, so as Tim's walking by, I go, hey, Tim, you're the important Mickelson. And he starts cracking up, and he, he, he just can't stop laughing. And, and then Rory walks over like to say, what that guy say? And he tells him, and Rory starts cracking up and looks back at me. Now I'm a hero in Kevin's eyes. I got Rory McIlroy to laugh at a joke. Nice. So you go. Boom. Good job, old man. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, so who's older, Phil or Tim? Oh, Phil. So yeah. I'm sure you know this, but Phil's a lefty who plays righty. I'm sorry, a righty who plays lefty, and Tim's a lefty who plays righty. And I'm, what's wrong with that family? I'm a Tim. I'm a Tim. I, I everything you? I do is left-handed. I, I swing a baseball bat left-handed, but I golf right. You write left-handed. Yeah. I write left-handed. Everything's left-handed except golf. The only thing I do right is golf because there were no left-handed clubs when I was little and I first took up the game. Sure. That's amazing. Yeah. I guess let's quickly get through the other sports and then we'll we'll end with a discussion on golf uh, before we talk about our weekend. Uh, NBA, uh, unfortunately out West, uh, Golden State 3-0, looking to to close out that series uh, tomorrow night. Um, Shea not able to join us tonight. Um, Damian Lillard uh, admits he's, he's injured, but he's not using it as an excuse. His ribs are injured. 
I came out today and said that, but he, he, he refuses to say that's an excuse why he's not played well. Uh, looks like Kevin Durant's not going to play this entire series now. Uh, no need to bring him in wow. now. Yeah. Obviously, let him rest and, and hope this other series goes seven games, right, uh, to give him as yeah. much rest as possible. But um, just Golden State's being Golden State, right, Bill? Yeah, look, I, I picked him. Didn't you pick him? I mean, how can you not pick him? Um, Until they lose. So like Alabama, right? Yeah, and, and, and with, it's, it's amazing. When Durant's out, how what Draymond and, and Steph and Iguodala, what they all do is amazing. Yeah. It's like they just go, they go back to what they were, right, before they had Durant, and mm-hmm. they just light it up. So, um, yeah, you get Durant back for the finals, and he's healthy, and he's got something to prove again. I, I just don't see either one of these since watching it now. It's clo- a close game, so Milwaukee's trying to make a series out of this. Um, yeah, no, two nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry, Toronto is. Yeah, yeah. Hawaii's yeah. You know, busting it. So yeah, first first game here in uh, in Toronto. So it's just two two nothing. But obviously, uh, a win here uh, changes things. Um, but you know, two of the best in the league, Kawhi and and Giannis going after yep. going after each other. Giannis had a big game uh, in both both games in Milwaukee. He he played well, and they Milwaukee's looked good. Um, over in hockey. Uh, Hate to say it, Bill, but Boston oh. looking really strong, aren't they? Whew. Yeah, yeah. 4-0 sweep over Carolina. They're going to sit back and, and wait. Uh, today, St. Louis uh, took a 3-2 lead, uh, headed back to St. Louis for game six. They got a chance to close it out in St. Louis. Tomorrow? Um, or Tuesday? They'll, they'll play Tuesday, but they're, they're yeah. headed back today to uh, St. Louis. Um, yep. So we got to block all Boston Bruins references now? on Twitter. <laughs> so, right. Okay, good. Uh, you know, I saw that they, you know, they have the banner in downtown that says like 108 days since our last championship uh, dr- and the drought, you know, I, I tell you, I got Boston friends. I feel bad for them. They're just suffering. Right. No, 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 wait, no, wait, Sean. This is where Sean's supposed to say, you guys don't bag on Boston. I mean, look, you should, you should enjoy their success. You should, you should feel good. I said there, or Todd says that. Oh, Todd, I'm sorry, Todd, I'm sorry, I screwed that up. But yeah, yeah, Todd, you know, (laughs) jumping in here going, you guys shouldn't be ragging on Boston so bad. I mean, look, they had Whitey Bulger and they went through some tough times. I didn't didn't say any of this. I didn't say any of this. So um, one thing, Bill, I don't know if you saw, you probably saw the replay at least. Um, St. Louis is up three to two but they, they they could be up four to you know they could have clinched the series today uh they once again it was an overtime they didn't they didn't uh they didn't get a goal taken away from them but there was a goal scored in overtime by san jose that was a, a blatant hand pass that happened right before that all four referees it's not reviewable um what, what do you my, my my thought on it is first of all did, well did you see the play I where the guy falling so. to the ground all you gotta say is hand pass i know what falling to the ground in front of in front of the goal he hand passes it to his own player who then as the goalie's like diving for that uh he, he passes it over um i wonder if in the off season it's not a reviewable play the, all four referees on the floor on the on the ice missed it did it result uh, in a goal? Instantly? It did. It, 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 like yes. the pass turned into the next player. The, pass turned, no, the player touched it, pushed it, like literally just redirected it to an open guy in front of the net and scored it. I mean, it was With his hand. That's not reviewable. I thought all goals are reviewable. Just if the, if the hand pass goes into the net. Gotcha. Oh, that's so bad. Yes. That's so so all four or all four refs didn't see it. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that the NHL makes a rule that says all goals in the playoffs our review. Todd, I, you know, I don't know if you've ever had your, got to say anything about instant replay before Todd, but we'd love for you. I have you no to. opinion. I have no opinion. <laughs> Todd, Todd's going to relax. Uh, let's jump into uh, Todd. Think, real quick. I think, I think Shay said it months ago. He goes, either you have to review everything or review nothing. I think that's the biggest bugaboo with 
with replay, right? Yeah. yeah. Where does it end? Is, what does that do to game times and stuff? It's already a pain in the ass, right? Hence you review yeah, nothing. Wow. It lets human error take control. Oh boy. Right? Yeah. Unless that goes against my team and then I'm very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so, uh, Todd, let's, let's let you talk for a second. Soccer is a lot of things going on in soccer right now um, across all the leagues. Um, you said you sent something that Manchester won another another trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Manchester City had the they call it treble. Uh, I would think it'd be triple. So they won the uh, Premier League. Obviously, they won the League Cup, which is the Premier League and the Championship League. So the first two levels battled out, and they also won the FA Cup today, which is all the English levels down to. I think division eight. Um, so yeah, they, they won another and they killed Watford six, nothing. Um, and they're breaking up the team a little bit. Um, a lot of the older guys are, are, are moving on, but uh, Manchester city will surely be a, a force in the future, especially with their, their skipper uh, Pep Guardia. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. But so we have um, uh, promotion matches coming up. Um, and June 1st is the big, uh, the big champions. June 1st is Liverpool Tottenham for the uh, uh, UEFA Champions League. So still yep. trophies to be had and promotions to be done. So still Todd, your, your, Atlanta, your Atlanta Fire is, uh, is, is in a good spot right now. They've only played 11 games, but they're in fourth place uh, in the uh, MLS uh, Eastern. So League. the United? Yeah. The, you know, we're United, United. Yeah. They were on, a, I think, a five-game winning streak. They lost tonight to the New York either football club or Red Bulls. Like, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they uh, have climbed from the bottom, and now they're at fourth. Plenty, plenty of games to play. Um, okay. Tough to lose today, but they're, they're still in good shape. To, to honor Todd, Cindy and I attended a uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies game last night. Yeah, nice pictures. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, was it was like a beautiful, beautiful evening. Oh, a big moonrise over the bay. It was a little breezy in the low 80s. It was gorgeous. And uh, – the Tampa Bay Rowdies of the USL beat yeah. the New York Red Bulls two football club, right. so they must be the lower level. <laughs> and, the sister, uh, sister club, right? Sister yeah. club, yeah. And they uh, they're now six zero and five, twenty three points, leading the league. Uh, 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 they won two nothing, two nil. They won two nothing, two nil. Yep. And and, uh, and you learned through a text what a clean sheet was. Last I did, time. and I also found out there's something called the U.S. Open Cup, right? Which is kind of like the FA Cup of the United States, because yeah, if the Rowdies win on May. 29th they have a match coming up if they win that match they move on to the next round which the msl jumps in <laughs> so uh, that'll be fun the rowdies are going to hopefully get to if they can win one more game they'll get to play uh one of the msl teams so and so you laugh so the fa cup's interesting because especially in the earlier rounds in the later rounds like manchester city watford the final you're you're playing you're, you're going but in the early rounds they, they tend to rest some starters the right. the but the Tampa Bay Rowdies, they loaded up and like, let's get a win and oh and yeah, dancing. So well, I love some. The, go ahead. The last team they beat is uh, was an amateur club from the Villages, and I oh, think of the Villages as a retirement community yes. <laughs> in between Orlando and Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. So what the hell is the, the amateur team from the Villages look like? They beat them four <laughs> one. Highest STD rate of any community in the country. <laughs> I've, I've heard similar stories. Yes. <laughs> Confirm nor deny any of them. Right. Uh, quickly, guys, uh, Major League Baseball. Um, getting into that time of year, we're almost going to have to pay attention to it. Um, <laughs> Bill, you went to a game this week. Uh, I did. I the, did. The Yankees, um, for, for a split second, your, your Rays were back in first. But now, they were, as of tonight, the Yankees are in first. Half came up over your Rays. Yeah, they whooped them. Today, how, 13 how, to 5. Now, were you um, as one of the hundred people in attendance? Do you get did you get a chance to um, go on the field or? or? 
<laughs> so no, wow. what happens here is body uh, blow. No, what happens? <laughs> uh, this 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 is in New York, by the way. But when you're at a home game at the Rays, when you call up and say what time's the game, they say what time can you get here? <laughs> or, or there's always this tragedy. It's like you know, um, I left a couple of Rays tickets on the dash of my car. Someone broke in and left two more. So. Uh, but, um, <laughs> But he's here all night. He's here I, all night. I can keep going. Try the veal. Um, take care of your servers. But here's, you know, uh, Kevin and I went to the Yankee game. They had a rain out Tuesday night. So a single admission doubleheader on Wednesday. Beautiful. Yeah. It was, so we were, we left, um, we were at about five hours on the practice round. We jumped in the, uh, jumped on the train back to the car. Boom. Straight to Yankee stadium. Got there at the bottom of the fifth of the first game and then stayed for the second game. That's perfect. And then, and then my son, you know, we're thinking of, he's like, we don't have to head home right now, do we? And I go, not really, but what are we going to do? And he said, let's just drive down Manhattan and then let's take the Brooklyn bridge back out to the Island. I go, okay. So we crossed over the Harlem river, right through Harlem, went by the Apollo theater to, you know, cool. some pictures and then straight down central park West, Sean hung a left at times square off of a, of eighth Avenue and we happen to drive right by the theater that's showing Frozen as it's letting out. And you know oh, what it geez. looks like down there because it's a wave of people that come out of those theaters. <laughs> and we're driving down the street. And all you hear is, let it go, let it go. And no one's getting out of the way. <laughs> we didn't kill anybody. Uh, we wow. didn't hit any cars. It was a that's good. good time in Yankee Sam. First time in the, in the new ballpark? First time in the new one. Uh, it was beautiful. Their museum is amazing. Uh, if you go, you got to go to the museum. I know that's something you would do, Sean. And uh, yeah. they have this amazing, I got to talk about this one display. They have over 800 baseballs autographed by former Yankees. And mm. the statues at either end of this display, one is Don Larson, you know, at the delivery of the final pitch of his perfect game in the 56 World Series. Yogi Berra is the catcher at the other end. It's a statue of Yogi Berra. And nice. the, the case of balls, um, the top row arcs the actual trajectory of the ball, 60 feet, six inches oh, right? so in a plastic cool. case. And then it's filled with these um, baseballs. And the guy who helped put it together uh, Danny happened to be there and he said, you got any questions about this? You know, I asked, I felt like I was Sean Carpenter, except I didn't get him on a picture <laughs> with him. But um, I said, uh, I said, yeah, you know, where's, you have a favorite Yankee? And I said, well, not really. I'm not a big Yankee fan, but how about Dave Winfield? He goes right over here and he showed me Dave Winfield, the ex Padre. And then I said, I'll tell you one, a, a friend of mine actually from the Padres, Jerry Coleman, the announcer for 30 plus years. And he said, uh, he said, Oh, it kind of stumped him, but he pulled his phone out on the app and showed me the Jerry Coleman ball. And it's just, there's 800 autographs in this. It's worth going just to see that display. So uh, maybe probably look it up online and find it, but yeah. uh, Yankee Museum. Yeah. At Yankee Did you have a chance to get down into, into the, uh, the monuments? The monuments at the Absolutely. center they field? Kept, they kept them. They just put them behind the wall. There's a net over them. So when you're down there during BP, you don't get drilled, right? Because <laughs> you could, you know, you're, it's, it's, uh, it's just right behind the fence, basically dead center field. So Super cool. great, great time. If, you know, such a, I've, you know, I've been at the old Yankee stadium. It was a pit, right? You just, you, you wouldn't even want That'd to be a great question. When you talk about dead center field. How many of the, how many of the people that have monuments are dead and how many are living? No, I think everyone that has a monument. The, I think they're all dead. Is that right? Okay. Yeah, pretty much. I'm so trying that's to, part of the tribute. I is think that's part die? of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I There's think no so. bugs or Clemens or. No, I didn't, I didn't see any of those. What a shame that, that those guys wouldn't have one when they're living. I mean, that would be some. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why that's the case, but. Uh, Let me hmm. look that up and see if that's the a answer. Fact. Yeah. Okay. Um, but really quickly, New York, uh, the Minnesota Twins, four and a half games up in the central. Astros with an eight game lead out west. Um, although the, the Angels are, are in second. Uh, and then in the National League, uh, Philadelphia, two and a half. Uh, Cubs, a game lead over Milwaukee. The Dodgers, five game lead. Bill, I wanted to just hit on. Uh, these stats, uh, Cody Bellinger mm -hmm. right now batting 409 mm -hmm. leading, leading the national league, 
16 home runs, second place behind Yelich, 42 RBIs, second place. Um, pretty pretty good start for Cody Bellinger. Um, yeah. In the triple crown categories. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, tough injury last year, kind of took you know kind of took away I think a lot of last year for him, right? He missed a lot of games, but he is healthy and he's a stud. You take Corey Seager, combine him with Bellinger and, um, you know, Justin Turner. They got – and, you know, in the pitching, they're, they're going to be tough in the West. I think they're going to be back in the playoffs again, trying to see if they can lose a third World Series in a row or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, certainly are going to be tough, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, guys, a short show, but I, I do want to go back to one wild card question in golf. Uh, I, I dropped it on the text right before we went on the air. Um, now with Brooks winning his fourth major – uh, there's a lot of players out there that have not won a major. Uh, so the question kind of is that, that, that question that nobody wants to be the answer to as of today, May 19th, 2019, Bill, who do you think is the best player, best active player to have not won a major? I'm going to go with the simple answer and say Ricky Fowler, right? Correct. Okay. You're correct. Okay. Todd, Todd says the same thing. Once you got something different, Sean? Well, well I, I think he's the most likable player. We were set up, Bill. I feel we were I think, set up. Yeah, he knew this was well, coming. I mean, skillful, skillful work. If you look at world golf rankings, Bryson DeChambeau would be the, the best, or John Rahm, depending on uh, who you talk to. Um, if, you're go, if you're, say, best player to have never won a major and you go by statistics, Lee Westwood uh, mm. has 18 top five finishes in majors. Yeah, uh, he's too old now, though. He's too old. Opinion. Stricker. Steve Stricker. Too old. He want, he want to see I, 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 I agree. Once again, too old. Yeah. But I saw a stat. He, he is by far the most P- PGA Tour money winner. Mm-hmm. He's won the most money without winning a major. They, they call him ATM, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, does Cooch have a major? Cooch does not. And once again, he's, he's got to be up there, right? He, he kind of would be up there, uh, you know, in, in consideration, I think, if you were yeah. going to look at the – if you look at the stats. Um Here's the top ten according. This is uh, this is going into the uh, end of last season. This is according to um, Kyle Porter with uh, CBS Golf. Uh, his rankings are uh, John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau, Ricky Fowler, Fleetwood, Matsuyama, Tony Finau, who surprisingly only has one PGA Tour win, Xander Shoffley, Paul Casey, Patrick Cantlay, and Gary Woodland. Surprise, so Casey. I put, I put Ricky on with all his names. I put Ricky at one. And I put Casey way higher than seven or wherever he's at, right? Yeah, Casey, Casey's at uh, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, super, super interesting. Uh, Fleetwood, I think, blew up today on, on his round. He played, uh, he hit a plus eight today. Yeah. How about Daniel Berger? Second, second, uh, second force or second to last group yesterday. Hits the flagstick on the first hole. <laughs> yeah. Goes from almost an eagle to a par. Uh, shoots 78, 78 on the weekend. Guys, golf's hard. Todd, you say it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly, certainly that that course, but um, Phil was seventy six, seventy six, and you know Berger played with uh, Kepka, Florida State, Sean. Yes, they were, uh, they were mm-hmm. golf mates. Yes, so, crazy. So before we uh, before we leave for the weekend, uh, we or for the week, we have uh, uh, we'll know who the who's in the hockey finals by uh, by next show. Yep. We may know who's in the NBA finals by next show, um, and 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 then we'll we'll have some some. Um, some final games to talk about yeah. uh, as well as other things, uh, including the colonial uh, little preview of, of the mat of the Memorial and gosh, the U S open is going to be here before we know it. So Todd, what do you got coming up this week? Uh, hey Sean, uh, business as usual. Um, 
need to make some calls and close some jobs. Um, but it's the last week of school, if you guys can believe mm. it. Yep. Unbelievable. Here. Wow. Here. What's, how um, old is your, what's the, what are your, your, you have a sophomore and a. Yes. Yeah, so, so my daughter is uh, eighth grade going into high school last Oof, week. Her change. week is very busy. A lot of finals. Uh, my son ending his sophomore year. Okay. He was lucky enough to have um, all A's except for in one classes and you could exempt out of the finals. So he has one final on Wednesday and that's How it. sweet so, is that? Good job. That was Riley and, and this, this year in college. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, and by the way, my daughter uh, finished middle school with all A's and I told her it took me like seven years to get that get many all, A's. Yeah. You have to get that many A's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Todd had to write aardvark on a piece of paper just to get two A's. Oh, oh my God. You're not, you're not too far yeah, off, man. You're not too funny. far off at all. So fully, uh, fully blessed uh, and looking forward to a good week to try to, again, close some, close some jobs and do what I'm, I'm paid to do. So looking forward. Cool. Awesome job, Todd. Great, great, great fathering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun to watch oh, your stuff, Todd. Seriously. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Well, what do you got coming up this week? You're, you're back home. No more travel this week. Or are you heading down south? Oh, it's Lee County week. <laughs> so t- tomorrow. Naples, baby. Tomorrow night I'll be uh, – actually, leave tomorrow night. Uh, Life's tough, right? Tuesday and Wednesday, yeah, down in uh, Fort Myers, Cape Coral, all that good stuff. Naples. Naples. Yeah. You're and getting then, ready um, for a little presentation on some influencers I saw. Uh, yeah. So, you know, they asked me to do a, a presentation at the Royal Palm Coast Texpo. I like the name, T-E-C-H. Yeah, S-B-O, like Texpo. And they've had me talk before on that kind of stuff. And they, they want me on the committee, but I'm just too far away, 140 miles away or whatever. So, um, and so, yeah, I appreciate your help, Sean. I'm trying to come up with the, 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 the thing that I talked to him about is I don't think people understand who, who's out there that they could be following, right? Whether it's on social or through a blog like Carp's Corner or these other things. And so I'm going to do a talk to the room on you need to, there's some people out there that do some really cool stuff. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. I think you need to listen to people who have been in your shoes and doing what you do. And you, there are people out here talking about this stuff. So. Sharpen the sword, right, Bill? Yeah. Sharpen so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My whole presentation is really just introducing to them a list of these people, and then I'll have a link to a, you know, a, a document that allows them to have all the contact information for all these people. I'm giving out Sean's cell phone number, so that's on part. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill. Something else I want to add there that I always talk about in mind because because whenever I talk, especially about Twitter, and I talk about yeah. you know if you're not enjoying the Twitter experience, you're probably not following the right people. Correct. Um, yeah. And and, and uh, off the grid of real estate people everyone should be following is the four local major affiliates in their town, ABC, yes. CBS, and Fox. Yep. They should be following the reporters of those ta- of those uh, channels. The, the person who does the, the weather or traffic in the morning, Perfect. the weather people, they should be following their city school and city council and their school boards. Um, why? Because they're talking about what's happening locally. I'm not a politician, but I do follow my local mayor. I do follow my city yeah. council. Um, because if and they talk about some, it's what's happening here in this town. And some like to tweet and some don't. So it's not like sure. you're sitting there trying to follow too much, right? It's just sure. the ones that are active. I sure. think that it's funny you talked about that. Anthony Malafronte was, you know, on the course today, I was looking at Twitter. He goes, you like that Twitter, don't you? And I go, dude, I love Twitter. It's my favorite <laughs> network. And he said, uh, he said, I, I just don't get it. It's just, I don't like it. I go, do you have any list yet? And he said, what's a list? And so I had, I built a list and I go, name pull up some of your sports people. It was, the list like, was yeah. just sports, right? Mm-hmm. And he'd already put like 10 people in it by the time we were done. Just go Grateful Dead. Yeah, just, just exactly. That. Just just find, <laughs> just hashtag Grateful Dead. Follow that hashtag, yeah, right? So he, you know, yeah. we figured out a way for him to make it make sense. Um, this week, I have an interesting guest on the podcast. Her name is Allison Wisdom. Allison's a Cobalt Banker agent in Maryland. 
Um, she worked with Matt Beal at Hawaii Life. Okay. Right? Before she went to Cobalt Banker and she came back to Maryland. Oh, she, she reached out to me. Yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's working for a company called uh, Nelly. And uh, Nelly is an organization that helps military families when they're going through a permanent change. Is it Millie? Millie. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yes. Millie yes. <laughs> for yes. military. I thought it was the 90s rapper Nelly. Oh, Nelly. <laughs> yeah, I love with it. Band -Aid, with a band aid. With a band aid. Millie. <laughs> Millie for military. Um, and it helps. It's, it's a great resource for, for families that are moving in the military to a different a permanent change of stations called a PCS. So it's a great episode. It's kind of neat. We get to talk about her backstory and then we talk about what they're doing uh, on that side of the world of real estate. So enjoying look, looking, looking forward to that episode. And I loved Ronnie Woodrow last, last week on the, on He's the a show. lot of fun. Yeah. And Bill, you saw on the, uh, on the Inman chat, I gave you a, oh, a podcast, a lot of love. And uh, I didn't were, even tell you. Oh my God. I got to tell you. Um, let's talk were, about that for one quick second. This is the, the real estate portion. Yeah. Um, no, it's super flattering, you know, and I think, I think that Sean, I would like, love your take on this and we'll put this out in the air. I think that, um, yeah, I'm really committed to the, what my show stands for. And that is to, um, get the stories of these people. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and not like, I don't want to be a coach. I think a lot of people that put stuff out like that want to be coaches. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, so, or, or, or sell seats uh, at a webinar or something like that. Absolutely. You just want to yeah. tell a story, right? I just want to tell stories. And mm -hmm. in the side, the, 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 the beautiful um, byproduct for that for me is I've had 190 people I've talked to and mm. about 175 of them, I'm super comfortable referring somebody to reach out to that person. And say, hey, I got this guy who can help you. There's this girl; she knows what she's doing, you know. And it's Sean. I've had people call you, right? I mean, it's just or, you know, reach out. So um, it's the building relationships, solving problems part, right? And of course, sure. I have some fun. Sure. Direct rip off of the carp there, but well, you, it's you, know, you do a great job. Your conversation skills have have grown so much over you know over, over the episodes and the years. But um, I, I recommend it to everybody who who if you just want to learn, if you got time as a new agent, which you have nothing but time as a new agent. Absolutely. Uh, you yeah. should be driving around looking at houses and listening to that episode after episode. Yeah, that's great. Well, I thank you so much for that. It was very nice. And I'll tell you what, if, if so, by some weird chance I get nominated for that goofy thing, that's going to be uh that would be a, that would be just odd. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Awesomely odd, right? Yeah. Awesomely yeah. odd. Yeah. Guys, for me, a, a short week when it comes to real estate, but I get to fly out to Kalispell, Montana oh, yeah. on Tuesday to take my mom out. Uh, my 82-year-old mom goes out, lives in the summer out there. Uh, so I'll get Claire set up. I, I took her to the Apple store this week and got her, her – she wanted to buy an iPhone so she could text and, and, and FaceTime with the kids. Here, let's put her in a, put her in a stream with us. What's, we're gonna ask, <laughs> put her a, in a group. <laughs> there, there might be a lot of un, unanswered texts, uh, but – her, her granddaughter, my daughter, Riley, went down and helped her uh, learn, learn how to send texts and, and, and that the other day. And one of my mom's first questions was, how do you get the poop emoji? <laughs> so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Uh, so it should be fun. I'll, 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 share some, uh, I'll share some photos with you guys uh, offline and as well as on my social channels. Um, but I will obviously still be uh, keeping in touch with customers and clients uh, from afar uh, as the time change will allow me to do so. Cool. So. Guys, fun week, good conversation. Bill, we're getting you out a few minutes early to watch yep. your dragon show. Yay. <laughs> get another Diet Coke and get settled in with Cindy. Okay. Uh, so on behalf of Todd and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. As always, guys, thanks for listening to The Stare Down.